Your inner geek wants to come out and play, but where to go? Join Vernon Wells, the ultimate club where you and your fellow geeks can hang out, play games, and just nerd out 24-7. Whether you love RPGs, video games, or are just a major fan of sci-fi and geek culture, Vernon Wells has something for everyone. Let your geek flag fly at Vernon Wells. Sign up today and see for yourself. VNW.club. That's VNW.club. Ladies, gentlemen, geeks of all ages, you are now entering BJ Shea's Geek Nation. Welcome. Yes, welcome to BJ Shea's Geek Nation. I am the Reverend in Fuego. Across from me is Vicky Barcelona. Hello. We got the show's namesake, BJ Shea. And hello to you. And running the boards is Joey D's. Ohio. Woo. On today's show, we will talk TV. With Vicky watching mm-hmm. a cartoon, but Surprise. it's not for kids. No. Uh, we've got Gareth von Kalmbach talking about conventions and why maybe you probably shouldn't go to them this year. Oh. BJ, you're going to be talking about Westworld. Am I? I, I hope so. Me okay. too. And of course, the Geek Sheet with Vicky B. Vicky, how can people get a hold of us? Get a hold of us via our website, bjgeeknation.com. Yeah. It's going to have our blogs, <laughs> podcasts, and more. more. Or just search for BJ Shay's Geek Nation on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Radio.com app, and iTunes. Absolutely. And if you want to give us some five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts yes. or whichever way that you uh, get our podcasts, there's a lot of podcatchers out there. Wait a, a lot tick. of different ways. Give us a five-star. Tell right. us why we're awesome. And, uh, you know, that constructive criticism is always uh, welcome. And uh, if you take a screenshot of it, send us an email, bjgeeknation at gmail.com, or maybe message us on Facebook or any of those sort of things. Once we can ship out some stuff, I will send you a comic book completely random from a pull box that I got uh, quite a while ago now, actually, to be perfectly honest with you. They've just been sitting there waiting for you guys to send us your reviews. So please do so. Uh, let's talk some TV though right away, and let's start off, Vicky. Yes. You you got yourself DC Universe. Yes, I finished Doom Patrol. Yeah. It was awesome. Can't wait for season two. Uh, so you feel that that's a good recommendation on that? You think I it's do. worthwhile? It's a it's a nice healthy mix with its own vibe as well. So throw that into the mix of. Uh, Umbrella Academy with and the boys. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's pretty filthy. All right, send me. I mean, uh, I'll have to get it myself. <laughs> <laughs> not not as not as filthy as the boys, mm-hmm. but it's a yeah. They say the f word a lot. Well, and that was uh, a. It's like one of those things that is it's not for kids, Ooh. and then it leads perfectly into the next show you're watching because it's mm-hmm. also on the DC Universe app. And you sent me a clip of it because I was just like, really, it's a cartoon. I'm not 100 percent sure if I'm in on it. And it's Harley Quinn, you know. I feel yeah. like we're even over inundated with her. Yeah, it in just like zany cartoon. Am I going to be down for this? You sent me the clip. It was well. It was very NSFW, and I was like, "Okay, I'm in." I love it. It was. uh, I'm going to repeat it because it's an amazing line, and out of context, it's not going to spoil anything. Anyways, uh, (laughs) it's like we got to follow hooker rules. Wait, no kissing on the mouth. No, no stripper rules. (laughs) Look, but don't touch. Exactly, and that's about (laughs) what you're going to get with this Harley Quinn uh, show on DC Universe. Uh, I love the animated, uh, the animation style too. It kind of has like an updated vibe of like the older, not quite that old school Kevin Conroy Batman, but yeah, I love it because the penguin looks like your old school penguin. He doesn't have like a sleek looking vibe. Uh, funny enough, the Riddler kind of looks like Zaz with a giant question mark on his head, <laughs> just like completely just this pale little thing. 
It is goofy. It is fun. There's plenty of fighting, swear word, blood and guts. Uh, Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn are best friends and they're living together. She ends up creating some sort of posse with her and shenanigans ensue. Wow, there's already two seasons of this, mm-hmm. too. I think there's one more season coming up, uh, and I think that might be it. Uh, Kaylee Cuoco is uh, the star of the show, Haley, uh, Harley She's Quinn. She's Harley Quinn. Yeah. Kaylee she, Cuoco, Penny from The Big Bang Theory. And she sounds like Penny. She doesn't... She sounds She sounds good. Like, I'm glad she didn't try to do the Harley Quinn voice, because it would mm-hmm. have been too annoying. Yeah. Because it's like her voice is so just, at least for me, recognizable, and it would have just been too cheesy, even though this show is really cheesy. And That's fun. an interesting choice to either, you know, either whether she could do that, that heavy Brooklyn accent or did they just say, no, we don't want you to do it anyway. Well, like in some occasions, you can kind of hear it pop out a little bit like, you know, she was trying to hide the accent and it just came out anyways. Um, but we also have Lake Bell. Ooh. Yeah, she's a great actress. She's, she's the blessedest mess, I think. Uh, yes. And yeah. She's done uh, voices for uh, BoJack Horseman, so she's a really good voice actress as well. Ron Funches uh, is King Shark, and he is just this nerdy, sweet guy. You forget he's a bad guy. He's just a giant shark human. That's, that's an interesting take on King Shark since on The Flash, King Shark is, uh, well, he's just been a raging, crazy person. Well, I like, mean, you know, yeah. don't let him around blood because then he will get all raging. Yeah, that's that so makes good. sense, right? Uh, but the cast is ridiculous. You have yeah. Alan Tudyk, who was also, you know, the bad guy, as I had mentioned previously, in Doom Patrol. He plays the Joker. And the Whoa. Joker has like that old schooly Joker vibe. Wow. And he also plays Clayface. It's just he's a phenomenal voice actor. So I'm really glad they have Alan Tudyk for this. J.B. Smoove is Frank the Plant. Oh, that's J.B. Smoove? <laughs> yeah, he's just a sassy little he's so bitch. so good from Curve Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> These are like, I'm just looking at the list of mm-hmm. people and just like right off, like, did you mention who the Penguin is? Uh, no, go ahead. Freaking Newman. Yeah. Wayne Knight yeah, is wow. the Penguin. He's a and, perfect Penguin. And somehow I'm like, yes, I want this. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then we have Jason Alexander as like the uh, the landlord, cyborg. Oh, so we've got, we, 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 we've got some Seinfeldian roots yeah. with Newman and Jason. We also have uh, Giancarlo Esposito as Lex Luthor. Really? Yeah. Boy, Giancarlo is just doing everything. <laughs> uh, Christopher Maloney is Commissioner Gordon. I believe he was on, uh, what was it, NCIS? One of those. Yeah. Law, and yeah. Order, Law and Order. Law and Order. Uh, yes. He was also on yesterday's Enterprise, if I'm not mistaken, one of the, an iconic episode of Star Trek really? The Next Generation. He was the first officer hanging out with uh, Tasha Yar. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where I remember seeing Christopher Maloney wow. for the first time, if I've got the right actor. And if I'm not, I apologize. Well, he's also on Happy... Um and yeah, he plays Commissioner Gordon, but not your typical Commissioner Gordon where he's put together and he's got this. He's a, a nest show. Well, this, I mean, <laughs> like just looking at some other people, there are people who are playing themselves like George Lopez, Howie Mandel. Mm-hmm. Like, how are you like bringing these people into this show? It is how that weird. ridiculous. <laughs> uh, but they did a phenomenal job casting. I love that. Uh, you probably don't recognize this name. Jacob, uh, Jacob Tremblay. He uh, plays Robin, and he was one of the kids in that, <laughs> the Good Boys, the Seth Rogen. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. But he has such a little kid voice because you can tell this was done like a couple years ago. He sounds like a little kid, and he's Robin. It is ridiculous, and even just the dynamic between him and Batman is silly. There is a scene where he's like, "No, it's okay. One day you'll get your own nemesis. I didn't get my own nemesis until I was in my twenties. So you're just trying to make me feel bad no, or feel better. No, 
I'm here to talk to you about whatever you want. It's like, okay, can we talk about sex? He's like, nope, out, <laughs> out. <laughs> so, I mean, even though it is a cartoon. It's filthy. Don't yeah, let your kids watch it. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, uh, have some parental guidance when it comes down to that. So it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's whatever you might call it, a good comedy based on the world that we know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wanda Sykes is also makes a couple appearances. Wanda Sykes, different they got characters. everybody. Oh, yeah. It is a great show. I can I cannot wait to continue watching it. I had to stop myself, otherwise I would have watched it all night. <laughs> uh, another show that you're watching, and BJ as well. I finally got up to episode three of Westworld. Woo! Welcome to the party, buddy. But also, I'll let you know that Westworld has been renewed for Yay! season four. Yeah, it, it, it makes sense because I'm like, they're not going to fix, they're not going to finish this up. Really? There's no way they're going to finish it up. Like they have a couple of episodes left. I think they're not finishing it up. Wow. Mm. So do you do you think that they're going to leave us on a big enough cliffhanger that it's going to piss you off? I think so. Oh, I, I mean, I mean, okay. we're, we're definitely seeing battle lines. We're seeing, you know, we're seeing foes and uh, there's a lot of mystery. You know, I love Westworld because every character, I don't care who it is. You got to wonder, are they a host? Yeah. Every yeah. damn character you see in that show, you go, because for the longest time, we've been thinking the man in black was a host. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, now I don't know. I mean, after well, this season. Are we kind of spoiling stuff? Just so, because I, I have a theory and I don't know if I caught yeah, it right. I mean, or not. yeah, go ahead. I mean, everyone, spoiler alert, if you haven't caught up with it, I mean, myself yeah. included, I'm fine six. with it. So, yeah. yeah, you're, you're, yeah you're, and you're episode three. They mm-hmm. just did episode six. Uh, at, well, I mean, they let's see, as of the airing of this episode, I believe. Uh, episode uh, seven should be out. Episode by seven now. will be out this weekend. Oh, no, yeah, this weekend. Because this yeah. is Friday. So, yeah, so episode seven is coming out uh, in a couple of days. So, we're, we only know episode six uh so we recently found out that some of the people that got brought back out of westworld were all the same person oh Oh, right 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 yeah that's kind of i wish you hadn't spoiled that for you you'll you'll (laughs) find that out he said it was okay yeah Yeah, and i've I've heard of i've heard other people like i mean i I read online that was a great click on things don't say who yeah no i'm not going to it's 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 interesting to think all of those too because at this point even like i'm just wondering like Who's who? Who's what? We don't know because we're seeing certain characters um, freaking out about who they are or who they're becoming or who they may well, be. And that's why this was a powerful reveal. But I don't think that's what really is happening. Oh, you've got so you really are going to you're going totally different. You, I, even well, though I the think, show has I been think, telling us all the way that that's what this is. I think most of them are. I think one of them isn't. Oh, I think really? One of them is somebody really close to them. Oh, from previous seasons. Oh, so you okay? I get what you're saying. You think that's the case? Yes. Interesting. Because you know what? I don't. You know what, Vicky? I think I might go with that. I know who you're talking about. Okay, cool. Yeah, I know you. I. You know what? I hadn't thought about that, but you know what? I. I can see how you'd think that way. So I've heard a lot of comparisons. I have some questions because I haven't watched the season yet. Oh, it's just like uh, the, the last season of Friends. No, so what? I've I've heard this. She got off the plane. Battlestar yeah. Galactica was really good. Until everyone could be a Cylon. And the whole joke is that when you don't, if anyone can and can't be, it kind of ruins the mystery. Now, is this going down that that road where all of a sudden you're like, well, literally everyone can be a Cylon? Well, I've been saying of the main characters, that like the characters that they're introducing to us and the characters we've known from previous seasons that we thought were human. Uh, and, and that's the thing. They did it with the man in black. We saw in season two, they made us go, made you think maybe the man in black is a robot after all. Mm-hmm. Now in season three, I'm not so sure. Okay. Uh, you know, and then they're introducing some other people. I'm like, 
I don't know what this person is. Honestly, I couldn't. I can't really tell you. And then, of course, like Vicky has hinted at, you think certain even people or hosts are who they are, but actually are they who they are? They've introduced a new concept that you don't, it's like you really can't know anything which is almost altered carbon-like in its own way. Well, that's oh. why I was like, you know, tip, tippy-toeing around it because I don't know, like, you know, Battlestar Galactic was so, Battlestar Galactic was so <laughs> good until they tried to write the ending because it was like, hey, we don't really know what we're supposed to do with this. So that's why I'm wondering, does Westworld look like it seems like it's going to have a more, you know, straightforward plot ending as opposed to it could just be an afterlife thing or something? I feel like, here's what I feel like in the world of science fiction, and this is what I'm seeing you're not going to make anybody happy no matter how you end this show. Like Truth. the show was fantastic <laughs> for the first two seasons. And I think now people are going to go. Uh, I saw an article that said that the show jumped the shark. I didn't read any more. I just oh, read the no. headline. So it could have been clickbaity. Cause like, you know me, I hate to be the nerd rager, but like when things go way off the rails, I don't necessarily hate it, but I will call it out <laughs> for being like, Hey, you know, this is yeah. a big jump. You Here's know? what I will tell you about any show. Uh, if a show has to go, more than two seasons, you're going to get to shark jumping territory. We saw yeah. it with Babylon 5. Babylon 5, unfortunately, finished up their story arc, and they still had a couple seasons. And they tried to do stuff that made it look like it was interesting, but you're like, no, really, the, 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 the big story arc you had that really took us from point A to point Z, that was it. You probably should have ended the series then, but they didn't because people love the show. I feel like with Westworld, honestly, they did everything they should have done in season one and season two. And yet I am happy with season three, but if you are one of those people that go, don't jump the shark. I'm like, you really should stop watching after season two. I don't think you're going to love it because you're just you. Yeah. Cause I would want the whole story to still somewhat revolve around Ford and his dream for the world. If that makes sense, or at least for the, maybe well, the androids or anything, but it has to do with Ford's overall arcing characters. See, dream. I, I love where they're going because the place that they're visiting is a place we've never seen. Like, what kind of world could produce theme parks like this? Animal Crossing World. Yes. (laughs) Oh, God. That may not interest... (laughs) Quarantine them. (laughs) Sorry. And that may not interest you. It may not you, because you're like, you know, all right, Ford's Vision, whatever, blah, blah. But it's like, wait a minute. What about the real world? Like, what is that like if they could create a world like this and do things like this to these beings that obviously somebody would turn around and go, are we sure they're not sentient or at least feeling pain? So that's where season three takes us. It takes us to the kind of world that would produce this. Which in its own is pretty effed up in a lot of ways. Yeah, and I love that. I love it. It's not where I thought it was going to take me, Mm -hmm. to be honest with you. I thought this would be a simple, hey, guess what? It's going to be the robots versus the non-robots, because that's what we thought at the end of season two. And in reality, it's like, yes, there's that, and yet there's more. And I'm like, ooh. There needs to be many layers for it to work. So the fact that you're you're down with that, I think is super cool. I really, really, and I love where they're going as they have who I believe is a human character interacting who I believe is a host (laughs) character. But again, God knows with this show, but how they're interacting and then who's really the slave, which is being investigated in this season. And I have to tell you, it's wow. For me, for me. More layered than the Matrix, I think, at that point. But also, yeah, because you can have, you can spend more time doing it other Mm -hmm. than just a movie sort of thing. So I like that. 
I'm interested. I'm and there's always an Ozymandias. That's what I'm looking I always Now I look for the Ozymandias <laughs> in every show. If a show's done well, you will find Ozymandias, a guy that thinks he's smarter than everybody and can save the world. Absolutely. And they and we found our Ozymandias in season three, at least. <laughs> I love it. Well, uh, let us know, everyone out there, if you've got your theories on Westworld and more. Let's move on to Mr. Gareth Von Kallenbach from Skewed and Reviewed. That is SKNR.net. Gareth Von Kallenbach joins us from Skewed and Review that is SKNR.net. And we have talked about what the pandemic has been doing to conventions previously, but now there's a whole new slew of information, right? Yeah, it's been a very interesting week. To no one's surprise, uh, it's kind of like the domino effect happened. First off, the TV upfronts pretty much confirmed they weren't going to happen. And these are the things we've kind of talked about where the networks come out and give their presentations and say, uh, this is what our lineups are going to look like, what's coming back, what's not coming back, what's new. And this is important because it basically sells advertising. Mm -hmm. And then that feeds into things like San Diego Comic-Con, where they basically use that to push the upcoming season. Here's the cast. Here's the look at the first episode. Here's clips from the upcoming season, so on and so forth. So when San Diego Comic-Con announced that they were not going to hold a convention this year, and the next one will be July of next year, it wasn't unexpected, but it caused a huge trickle-down effect because, first, it was the end of July, and you hear things like some of the studios are saying it may be late August or September before they can resume filming. We've heard rumors that essentially people are going to have to sign a waiver saying, hey, we protect you, we're doing best we can, but if you get sick, you can't sue us. This is, you know, you you don't feel like working, don't take the job. Mm -hmm. And that's how they're going to essentially have to restart Hollywood. Now, it's not confirmed, but that's just a rumor. It's been going around the trades. So what happens to the convention season? Now all eyes are looking for things like Star Wars Celebration, the rescheduled Emerald City Comic Con our rescheduled Phoenix fan fusion, all these things that are supposed to happen in August and September hasn't been a peep gamescom out of Germany canceled. Now that shocked a few people because uh, Germany has an extremely low infection rate. Their chancellor is a scientist. The moment she even got a whiff that something was coming, they started up a very rigorous program. So now you have out of the blue PAX comes out and says, yeah, we're still planning on going forward with our September show, and here are the dates, first weekend September. Yeah. And, I mean, I'll be perfectly honest, I love PAX. I love PAX a lot. It's one of my favorite conventions, and not only because it's in this area, it's but... Like, I, to be perfectly honest, for me this year, I'm not going to any conventions this year at all. My concern is if they do go ahead with PAX, I could see Sony pulling out. And if they pull out, does Microsoft and Nintendo follow? Do Capcom and Bethesda follow? And are you basically left with a PAX that is largely independent developers and board games? And while that's just essentially PAX South. Yeah, and that's not necessarily a terrible thing. Except for when you're looking at it and what you've just been talking about is just the fact of the matter is that this uh, the domino effect is going to um, just be resounding over everything because you're talking about like when movies are pulling out or if they're not showing stuff about TV shows, everything is affected down the line. So a giant company not coming to these, which makes sense. 
also means that there's so many other issues that are going to be cropping up. If Sony's oh, not, yeah, if Sony's not showing up, then you're not going to get a lot of people who just want to come see the Sony stuff. Which means those indie people who spent the money to even go there are going to be losing their ass. Right, exactly. And look at someone like us now. Take the media side of it away. We're down here in Arizona. We always come up, cover the show, see the family anniversary weekend, you know, go to the fair. So let's say there's no fair. Let's say uh, Sony and the big boys pull out. There's definitely a decision if you, you know, say, hmm, you know, am I really going to go through the trouble, the potential risk, the cost? of airfare to fly up to come to a show where the big boys aren't going to be. Yeah. And then while we're up there, gee, we really can't go out and about and do anything and we can't go to the fair. And gee, maybe is it a good idea to see relatives, especially older family members? And yeah, maybe we'll just stay home this year. Exactly. And I don't feel that this year right now, especially when the fact that we just don't know what's going on, like globally, we just don't, that People trying to create large gathering events uh, are really the smartest at this point in time. I mean, everyone gets conquered anyway, but now it is so much more worse. And look what's happening in the world right now. You have these people that are going out and protesting. You have cities that are opening. And politics aside, look at the facts. Kentucky was one of the first to start the protest. They had a huge rise in, in, in uh cases the following week you had a lot of other cities that went out and they started assembling or trying uh, florida i just read something the other day about they opened the beaches a few days ago something yeah. like 1200 or 15 uh, about 1200 to 1300 new cases reported just in that week we all want to get out and do things but the bottom line is it's just not safe to do it yeah and this again comes back to what we thought the problem was with the other conventions in that many people have come to me. If we go all the way back to South by Southwest, remember how they kept insisting up until people were dropping out left, right, and center. And they kept insisting we are going ahead with the show. And it was only when the governor shut down and made things, uh, or the mayor, either one, when the state, let's call it that way, mm -hmm. shut down mass events that they had to cancel. Now, people have kind of come to me and said, well, obviously, we don't know the contractual situations, but some people have said there are liability issues, such as if they cancel it, they're on the hook for these things. But if the state comes out and says, hey, we can't do mass gatherings, then certain insurances kick back, um, you know, protections kick mm -hmm. in. And that could be a big chunk of it. So it could be depending on what they're contract says maybe just maybe they have to go ahead with the city of seattle and say here are the dates yeah and, and I'm leave just, it at that and what but, i'm i'm going to tell to all of the nerds out there in the geek nation and everywhere out there if you're listening to us man just don't plan on these things actually occurring this year just take a year off Exactly. And, you know, and the thing is, we sit here, obviously, because that's something we have to do. We have to plan the conventions. We have to, on a, you know, under normal circumstances, plan the conventions. Which ones are we going to personally? Which ones are we assigning staff coverage? All of that stuff. So obviously, we look down the road. I'm already looking down the road. At, you know, I've had people say things like, you won't see concerts until fall of 2021 at the earliest. 
I put concerts and conventions into the same category mm-hmm. because if you can't put twelve to 17,000 people in a venue, you're sure going to have a problem putting 40, 50, 70, 100,000. I don't see it happening. <laughs> yeah. I don't see any. I like, I'm just, I'm like hoping everyone stays safe out there. Stay somewhat like intelligent. I know that it sucks, but we can get through all of this. And I mean, I know that you're going to keep tabs on all the information and get everyone out there and let them know what's going on with all this convention hoopla. But at this point, guys, just don't even plan on going out there. Figure all your stuff out, maybe for next year, and we'll see what happens. But I know Gareth will keep us all up to date on that. You can find all that information at SKNR.net. Gareth, thank you so much, man. No problem. Take care. Thank you so much, Gareth. And now it is time for The Geek Sheet with Vicky B. All right, Vicky, what's going on? All right. Well, I looked at the uh, Rotten Tomatoes, like videos that are, you know, movies that are trending in the streaming world, and they're all pretty much the same as last week. So I'm going to skip it. All right, then. Oh, uh, well, I would <laughs> like to say Never Surrender. Check out that Galaxy Quest uh, documentary on yeah. Prime, Amazon Prime if you can. It's fantastic. And then watch Galaxy Quest after if you have it in your collection. Or now, should you watch it before or after? I, you know, I'll tell you. I wanted. I, I had watched it before the week before, mm-hmm. and then I watched Never Surrender, and I was like, if I didn't have to go to bed, I'm like, oh, I want to watch the movie again now. <laughs> so I feel like that would be the great way is watch it, have them tell you all the cool stuff about it, and you'll have such a good feeling at the end. Then go watch the movie, but. I don't think you can hurt yourself either way. It's not like Star Wars. It's either you watch it before or after. You only have two choices. <laughs> or don't watch it at all, I suppose. And just, But what a fun documentary. And I didn't realize how much the movie is loved and the reasons why. And I just happen to like the movie anyway. Always did. And then I'm watching this documentary going, whoa, I didn't realize just how amazing this was and how it came together and how we had a director that was an amazing director that was not actually the end up being the director of the movie. Oh, wow. So a total like behind the music sort of thing oh, with that. Oh, it was, yeah. Cool. And, and how the people in that movie were not supposed to be in that movie. Like Tim Allen was n- almost nobody's choice. Really? What's yeah. next on BJ's Geek Sheet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah oh, so, yeah. So, never surrender. It's on yes. Amazon Prime. Yes. But, uh, do Vicky. let us know what movies and stuff you guys are watching. <laughs> what do you got, yeah. Vicky? Yeah. Uh, and if you do watch that, uh, let us know what you think. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good one since we had nothing to really recommend. But now back <laughs> to Vicky's Geek Sheet. <laughs> uh, so, recently, Entertainment Weekly posted this thing on Twitter where you had 15 hypothetical dollars. And you had to create your own Avengers team. Oh, yeah. I saw that. But you can kind of tell that the person who made this is not a nerd. Because people are upset. So you have $15. Of course people are upset. 25 of those, I got the MCU characters are categorized for either five, four, three, two, or one dollar. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's five in each slot. And so obviously, you know, the challenge includes some logic with like Iron Man and Captain America and Thor for five dollars. But fans couldn't handle where Scarlet Witch was placed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Scarlet Witch is a deal. Oh, she's two bucks. And you know what? I think here's the deal with that. Like, maybe you just need like a high value choice in those lowers. You call them bargains and you're fine with that. Eh, But then you have Vision, who also is really powerful. At one dollar, yeah, but he wasn't really that powerful in the MCU. He could pick like he up didn't the do hammer. a whole lot. He didn't do a whole lot. That doesn't mean he wasn't powerful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it was a lot of that. They really kind of brought down his power level in uh, in not in game, but in Infinity War by stabbing him, like stabbing him through the chest. Oh, suddenly nothing can work, yeah. and so you got to kind of work with that. But yeah, he is powerful. But I mean, 
He just tends to get stabbed a lot, so I just don't really trust him. So at a dollar, I think I'm okay with that because I'm not going to pick him. But even Happy was two dollars. Happy? Happy? Oh, he is. What the French toast? So for five dollars, you go get Captain America, Iron Man, Black Widow, Thor, or Hulk. Mm-hmm. Four dollars, Hawkeye, Spider Man, Ant Man, Doctor Strange, and Black Panther. I think Hawkeye is a little too high up on that list. Oh yeah, he's cool. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, four dollars. Yeah, I would drop him down to at least three bucks. Yes. Yeah. Uh, for three dollars, you can get Loki, Wasp, Star Lord, Gamora, or Groot. See, I'd bump Loki up to four bucks. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah Loki's at least four dollars. Come on. Uh. For $2, you got Rocket, Drax, Nebula, Happy, or Scarlet Witch. Okay. And for a dollar, you get Vision, Quicksilver, Falcon, Bucky, or War Machine. Yeah, this list is, is screwy, and uh, but I think I, you know, I'm getting some great value uh, when I pick yeah. my team for 15 bucks. Yeah. So I was going to have you guys pick your team, and I can go first because I already kind of figured it out. I'll let you guys think about it for a second. I will say, though, I have a theory that the person who made this was just basing it off popularity as opposed to just you know strength. Oh, that's a that's a that's an interesting point. Uh, okay. All right. So, first one I picked on my list for two dollars, Scarlet Witch. Okay, solid choice. Because you know, strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, for another four dollars, I picked Doctor Strange because mm-hmm. he can alter a lot of stuff. He oh, can make things crazy. That's true. Again, value. I'm getting uh, Vision for a dollar. Okay. Then for my top tier, this was kind of hard. I had a, I was torn between Thor and Hulk. But I think I'd rather hang out with uh, Thor. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to spend the $5, I'm getting Thor. And then this is where I got a little... <sighs> I had $3 left. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to spend $2. It was either Rocket or Nebula. Mm. I picked Rocket because oh. I needed some brains on this team. Okay. <laughs> and apparently attitude. And then, yes. Uh, for a dollar, for another dollar... Uh, it was kind of torn between Bucky and Quicksilver. I wanted to know, is Quicksilver alive in this scenario? Because I don't want him dead. <laughs> for, well, for a dollar, you get a dead guy. Yeah. You, 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 get, you get a live Quicksilver. Right. So, so who's your top tier? Uh, my top tier one was Thor for the $5 Ooh, is what I picked. Oh, yeah. Vicky's in trouble. Then I picked Doctor Strange. Yeah. I picked uh, for the $4. I didn't pick any $3 ones. I picked uh, uh, Scarlet Witch and Rocket. And then I picked... Quicksilver. Now, uh, going through this, picking mine, I went, uh, my sort of theme or reasoning around this were partner up, so team ups. Oh. So there are a bunch of people that would uh, maybe would work well. Two? Yeah, maybe they would work well as a team, but they would also work great in pairs. So my top tier went with Thor, mm-hmm. and then I went with Loki with that. So Thor and Loki, because they're a pretty good partnership when they're working together. Yeah, right. otherwise, like, there's always the backstabby. Yeah, though. there's yeah. a little bit of a wild That's card what? element there, yeah. but I'm, yeah. I'm betting the that Loki agenda. will be okay with yeah. that. As I'm actually as- glad you picked that team. I can't wait to face them. <laughs> I went also then with Groot and Rocket. Oh, because okay. that's a great pairing. Okay, right. but which Groot? I mean, this Groot is baby Groot in this image. They're showing that, but I'm going with just Groot Groot, like okay. like oh, like Guardians adult. of the Galaxy 1 adult Groot. Okay. And then finally, I went with uh, Falcon and Bucky because they, towards the end, and plus they're having their new show coming out. Okay. Uh, they they might no not. powers. They have machinery and a really cool arm. So that's fine. They work I out. Mean, they work well together. For those two dollars, you could have gotten Drax, and he's invisible. <laughs> hadn't thought about that. Yeah, <laughs> don't think I'll have to worry about that. Fair. <laughs> so uh, those were mine. All right, BJ. Yeah. Well, uh, I am. Uh, I'm thinking of family. That's uh, oh. what I'm thinking of more so than team, but still the same idea. Uh, first of all, I decided that I was going to go for two top tier. 
I'm like, oh. you know what? Oh, you spend all, almost I'm all your money in one place? Exactly. Because of the value you get, because of Scarlet Witch being $2, I have to tell you something. You can go to top tier and still get Scarlet Witch and then still fill out your team. Mm-hmm. It's pretty amazing. So we need brains. We need strength. We also need leadership. And so out of all those five, if I got to take two, I get I get strength and brains with the Hulk. I get great leadership with Cap, plus he's stronger than a regular street-level guy. Wow, yeah, okay. Uh, and, and again, Iron Man sometimes is a little too emotional and a little too full of himself. Mm-hmm. He and Cap are both good leaders. He's a very smart guy. Granted, maybe smarter than Bruce, but Bruce still got brains. And I'm assuming at this point you're going with Professor Hulk from Endgame. Or either that, we've got to calm him down and hopefully... <laughs> I, I, yeah, you're talking hope, about wild cards with me, man. Yeah, I know. We're going to have to hope that somebody knows the Scarlet, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the Scarlet Johansson, the Black Widow trick. Yeah. In order to get him, hey, the sun's going down, brother. <laughs> Touch my hand or whatever the hell we're doing I know doing Thor there. tried to do it and Ragnarok didn't work. It didn't work yeah, at all. it didn't work at all. So uh, those are my two top tier guys. Then, of course, I do have the Scarlet Witch, which I think is... Now, granted, which one are we getting? Are we getting Scarlet Witch that caused the the the, the Ramovia, the Rakovia, the Zakovia, oh, the Wakovia Accords? Yeah, whatever the hell she did when she blew up that building. Or are we going to get Scarlet Witch that pretty much kicked Thanos' ass? I mean, uh, which which one are we getting? Well, I mean, I guess you get to choose because I went with adult Groot. I didn't go with baby Groot or teenage Groot. Yeah, in that so case. So that means, I'm, yeah. I'll take that. That's a heck of a value there. Uh, yeah, and then I'm going to go and keep in the family. You know she loves Vision. It's her man. And All she right. loves her brother Quicksilver. So we got him back. She's going to be happy, which means we're going to get better performance out of her that she's around her brother and her boyfriend. Wow. Uh, and like Envision and Quick and Quicksilver is pretty amazing. He probably just needs Cap to teach him how to be a better teammate so that he doesn't die. Yeah. See, when you said family, I thought you were going to do Iron Man and Spider-Man. Aww. I could see that being a good family one either. But again, qu- no, that's I think a good value. Scarlet Witch is just too much to turn yeah. down for two bucks. you got to have her on your team. All right, Joe, what's your team? All right, my team's team power level. Uh-oh. Ooh. First, you start off with Thor, right? Because okay. Thor's a god. Then you get Doctor Strange because he's got an Infinity Stone. Oh, that's good. Then you got oh. Loki because he's got an Infinity Stone. Oh, boy. Then you get Scarlet Witch because apparently she doesn't need an Infinity Stone to beat anybody. And, and then she you got blew Vision. one up. Yeah, exactly. And Vision has an Infinity Stone. That's right. He is. Yeah, he's powered by it. Team power. Oh, he just that's went with team. One. Basically, at this point, the only problem is, is Thanos doesn't have to go too far <laughs> to get everything he nope. needs with you guys. That's uh, <laughs> pretty true. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Uh, I'll be posting this on Facebook, so please look out for it. And tell us what your Avengers team would be. Love it. And until next time, guys, stay nerdy. Your inner geek wants to come out and play, but where to go? Join Vernon Wells, the ultimate club where you and your fellow geeks can hang out, play games, and just nerd out 24-7. Whether you love RPGs, video games, or are just a major fan of sci-fi and geek culture, Vernon Wells has something for everyone. Let your geek flag fly at Vernon Wells. Sign up today and see for yourself. VNW.club. That's VNW.club.